Tones, Boots in the Ground, Episode 7. Today I'm here with Amanda Borba, and we're going to talk about what it takes to become an HVAC technician and what your career progression is like. Um, I just want to thank our sponsors, PCL Construction, um, for supporting this episode. So Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, uh, so my name is Amanda Borba. Um, I am 29 years old. I live in Toronto, Canada. Um, I am I am currently a uh, service technician and installer for a local um, HVAC company. So we do residential and light commercial. Um, and I've been in the trade for 11 years now. Um, so it's it's exciting. Every day is different. Um, you started yeah. young too. Like you're 11 years and you're 29. Like. Yeah, yeah, I started right out of high school. Uh, it's a pretty odd story, actually. <laughs> um, so just on that, um, I actually was headed to an academic route. Um, and then uh, I was always late for school. So <laughs> I, uh, I was late for my English class enough times that she would mark me absent. And so eventually she um kicked me out of English so I failed with an 82 because <laughs> uh, she wouldn't let me write the exam and then so because of that I looked into taking English somewhere else and because uh, I needed it to pass it's a compulsory um, and then so I looked up a technical school near me and they offered an OYAP program which is Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program and they had a uh, plumbing apprenticeship there. So I, I can't tell you what interested me about it, but I signed up and I took the course and it was just, it's, uh, it's history from there. But uh, yeah, it wasn't something I initially saw myself doing, but I just, I was good at it and I liked it. And, um, and then I got a job and here we are. <laughs> That's awesome too. Did did you even really like know what the OEF program was before that point? I didn't actually. And that's, uh, that's something I, I hope I can help change or um, let other young people find out that that's an option just because um, in middle school, they, they push you to go to a high school that's academic and they're just always pushing academia and, uh, you got to go to university and that's how you'll make money and all this. Right. Um, so I didn't even know that the trades were really an option. Um, and so it's, it was just on my own research that I found it and I'm happy that I did. And I just, it'd be nice to know that other like young adults can have that option. I agree with you too. I think they're, I, from what I've seen, they're pushing it a little bit more, but um, yeah, it's it's changed a lot since then. <laughs> which is good, which is for the better because you do need yeah. trades. So on a day-to-day -day basis, what do you do as like a service tech? What does that involve? Um, so normally I'll uh, start my day, I get my schedule, um, and I just usually have maintenances to do, like uh, furnace maintenances or boiler maintenances. Um, and then throughout the day, we'll get calls for no heat or no hot water. And then that's when I'll uh, fit those in between and, and uh, go there and repair them. And sometimes 
if I go to a job and something is beyond repair, then I can quote them and we'll go back and do an install of a new new equipment. So usually the install is based on uh, service. So whenever those calls happen, you're basically going in with your eyes blind and you have to go in yeah. and the problem and everything that's going on. Yeah. And half the time the uh, the call isn't at all what it actually was supposed to be. Like, for example, somebody will call and say, oh, my thermostat's not working. And 95% of the time, it's not the thermostat. It's just that's what a customer sees, right? Because they go up to the thermostat and it's like, oh, it's cold in here. This isn't uh, what I have it set for. So this isn't working. And then I go there and I'm like, oh, can I uh, have a look at your furnace? And they're like, no, no, it's a thermostat. And I'm like, well, if you don't mind, if I could just have a look and it's, it's never the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> that's just showing you that it's cold but yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool so you've been in this for 11 years so you would have finished your apprenticeship for like four years five years nine thousand hours uh, so the um the apprenticeship um there isn't one for hvac as far as i'm concerned so um i i did an apprenticeship for plumbing and then the company that I started with also did HVAC and I preferred that work. So I kind of switched gears, kind uh, sort of. Um, but the uh, the plumbing apprenticeship is 9,000 hours. And so you, um, you go to work and they, well, the company that you work for, you have to, there has to be a licensed plumber that can sign you up for school and you'll do uh, blocks of schooling what they call blocks would be like six weeks of schooling. And uh, and then, so you do your beginner, intermediate and advanced plumbing, and then you would write your uh, CFQ and, uh, and then your license. So, but you have to do certain hours in between. You can't just go to school without the work in between. Yeah, you couldn't just go do like all three courses at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds nice, um, but. Yeah, and then I did my, gas licensing at night um, so I would take a night school course after work so I did that um, I took my G3 at night for three months uh, three days a week and then my G2 was a year of three days a week sure, so I'm, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and since I guess that's why I got into the trades <laughs> that's fair They'll keep you busy. Yeah. So for your job, because you're a service tech and you do these on-call works as well, are you on-call a lot or is it like a rotation that you go through? Uh, it depends on the company you work for. Um, for example, the company I worked for five, for five years previously, um, I was on call 365, 24-7. Um, and it's a lot. Like, uh, you don't really have a life. <laughs> um but the one that I'm with now, it's uh, we rotate weekly. So one week on, one week off. And so I'll be on call for the whole weekend that weekend. And then uh, it'll switch. That's nicer than all the time. Like, yeah. How do you <laughs> but you kind of have to plan your life around it too. So <laughs> that's true. Um, so you have part of your plumber's apprenticeship, is that something you're thinking about going back and getting or just? 
Yeah. Um, so that's dependent on where you're working. Like I said, you have to be under a licensed plumber. Uh, currently, I'm working at an HVAC only um, job. So um, that's something I'd have to look into. But uh, I, I would like to complete it. Um, I mean, I went through all the hours and I have my 9,000 hours already signed off. So I just need to do the schooling. That's pretty cool. So you're pretty much almost there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What is yeah. your favorite part about your job? Like if you wanted to tell somebody what excites you about it, what would it be? Um, I'd have to say it's the humbling feeling of uh, restoring heat or hot water. Um, usually it's an emergency, um, especially working in a building where it's hundreds of people live there and, and you get there and they probably haven't had heat all day. And then, uh, whatever it is that you do, you fix it. And now you've restored heat for hundreds of people. It's, uh, you feel accomplished at the end of the day. Um, and that's just one job. And then you leave there and you go to another one and it's just a full day of, being a little superhero. <laughs> I love the way you describe that. And that's so true because it's Toronto. It gets cold. Yeah. <laughs> Having a building without heat is not good. Um, yeah. So that is really cool. I've never even really thought of it that way. It's a good way. To yeah. Would you have any advice to women getting into the trades? Um, I'd say my biggest piece of advice is uh, to stick with it. Um, it's not for everybody, but you can also say that to a guy, um, whether you're female or male, the trades aren't for everybody. There's a lot of things that will get under your skin or, um, you know, things that you don't deal with in a regular day-to-day -day job. Um, but you just have to have tough skin and, um, know that somebody's comment isn't, paying your bills. So uh, just stick with it. If it's something that you like to do and, and you're happy with it, um, you know, like I said, it's not other people's opinions aren't, aren't going to make or break your career choice. So if you're good at it and you like it, just keep going. So fine. And um, on that point too, just if you, if you do love it and you find you're having a hard time, like there is, you know, don't be afraid to go find your perfect fit with a company either. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. Sometimes it's just who you're working for um, or the kind of uh, job that you're doing. You could be doing residential HVAC and prefer commercial. So it's um, there's different outlets of even the same trades. Awesome. And one other question I did want to ask you. So if you look at your Instagram, you see all your car stuff. Can you tell mm. us about that? Um, yeah, I'm definitely a big car enthusiast. <laughs> uh, it's a big hobby of mine. I've had cars and I like to go to car shows and tinker with mine. And uh, it's just a, it's a another community, just like the trades community where uh, like-minded people come together and uh, get to express something that they like so <laughs> that's 
pretty cool. So everyone, I recommend going to check out her Instagram, Bad Luck Barbara. I will have a link down below for everyone. Um, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? Um, just another point about uh, women in the trades is just to um, remember to empower each other. Uh, it's very easy to be negative and to have a snarky comment about somebody, but um, it's hard enough as it is. Uh, and if we can hold each other up, it's you can make a huge change in a little girl's life or you could be that inspiration. And I've had people come up to me and say, oh, wow, like you're, you're so inspiring. And I'm like, I'm just working. Like I didn't see it that way before. Um, it wasn't, it was very odd um, when I was going through my apprenticeship uh, for a girl to be in the trade, but it's not so uncommon now. And there are other like-minded people and um, just uplift each other, even males too. It's a, it doesn't matter female or male, you're there. Uh, I always say I'm a, I'm a female, but I'm an HVAC technician first. So like when I go into someone's house for no heat, I'm not going there because I'm a girl. I'm going there because I'm an HVAC technician and I just happen to be a girl. So uh, it's, uh, it, is, it is part of who you are, but it's not all that you are. I love that advice because I always hate the saying, oh, like I'm a female electrician or like I'm a you know, female plumber, I'm all that. No, like you're a plumber. Um, yeah, and I, I, always, I always say, and like people say, oh, why don't you get a, pink helmet or pink boots and I'm like I already have a hard time I don't need to put it on blast that you know like I know that I'm a female like <laughs> I don't need to exaggerate it um, I'm here to work and whether it's a male or female if the job gets done the job got done so exactly I like that um, so Amanda thank you again for joining us today no problem thank you for having me appreciate it <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you. And you as well.